0: And now, The Fine Print with attorney Jen Routt.
1: To the Fine Print with Jen Rout. I am attorney Jen Rout, and with me as always is my wonderful sidekick Ben Needon. I like
0: wonderful. Wonderful's nice. Hi everybody uh, and uh, welcome to the show. Uh, today we are going to talk about
1: what to do when I'm in a car accident.
0: <gasps> wow okay so we're darkening <laughs> it up a little bit. Okay. We,
1: we are but we have all seen those commercials on TV. You don't get paid unless I get paid. I've made those commercials. (laughs) Yes, you have. Um, And we've all had that little fender bender, and within the next two weeks, we are inundated with flyers from attorneys from our area who want to represent you it's
0: kind of a fast from a marketing standpoint it's kind of fascinating like how they get their information and like the guy that i did stuff for because he was definitely like one of the car accident like ambulance chaser attorneys and that's probably not the the nice way to say that but he's he's probably not listening he's a good guy um (laughs) <laughs> and if you are you know who you are and I, I'm sorry that I said that but you're you're awesome. Um, but it's it's kind of a fascinating trade just because it's like they have to like if they know that there's a big accident or something mm-hmm. like that like they're they' they try to get out there or they try to figure out who it was and they, they get access to all of the reports.
1: Great right. what they do is they send someone down to search the police reports every morning. That's and- crazy. That's how they get your contact information. They gather it up. They send out a letter. And that is completely allowed because it is from public records. Yeah. So completely allowed. Yeah. Um, but, you know, there's a lot of chaos after a car accident. You know, sometimes it's just a little fender bender. Sometimes it's something major. And there's always questions of what do I do? And nobody really knows. Um So today, the purpose of today's episode is to really talk about the do's and don'ts of what you should do, whether you are the one at fault or not. Right. So first things first, accident has occurred. Let's just take for an example, you rear end someone. Been there. Yep. It happens. (laughs) You know. Yep. Um... (laughs)
0: And that is a losing game right there, because you lose instantaneously. Right. You will never get out, no one will ever go, oh, it wasn't your fault. Nope. It's always your fault.
1: And the problem is, even if it's not, because there are times when it's not your fault. For instance, the light turns green, you are going, you are midway through the intersection, and the person who wants to turn right from the crossroad cuts you off and you... End up hitting them towards the rear, but not completely rear-ending mm-hmm. them. Right. Technically, it's their fault.
2: Okay. By law,
1: and can off they can often get sighted. But what's the first thing we are all naturally inclined to do when we get out of the car?
0: It's not my fault. It's your fault.
1: It's actually you hit
0: my m- car. You what the hell are you doing? No. M- no. Most
1: people get out I'm and say, "I'm sorry. Are you okay?" Ah. Uh. And they say it to each other. I'm
0: barely human. I swear to God. Yes. <laughs> Your
3: you're average person. <laughs> and that's person. not how
0: I would react. Good God. That's terrible. <laughs> that's, uh, that's a terrible representation of myself. Okay.
1: I find that most people are good people and they want to make sure everybody's yeah. are okay. Are you
0: okay? Yeah. That's the first question. Yeah. I would say that that's, yeah.
1: And the natural response is, I'm fine. <laughs>
0: also, how do you how do you break the ice in that conversation? What's up, man?
1: Right. How you doing? It, it's not an easy conversation right. to have, but often down the road, that conversation gets blown up and analyzed. Yeah. well, he got out of the car and said, "I didn't even see you and I'm so sorry. Are you okay when in reality, It may not have been anything that he could have prevented, or she. Um, But (laughs) we say (laughs) things immediately in the reaction to the event, kind of out of shock. Yeah. Because even if it's just a little fender bender, you know, that's the question. Um, For instance, I was stopped on a street. There was somebody who was trying to parallel park. Mm -hmm. And there was a car in front of me, actually a big white van with a big rack on the back. (laughs) And there's two cars behind me, and the big van starts backing up. Not, not for any reason, but yeah. I couldn't go anywhere. Smushed into my the front of my car. Perfect. Great. Did <laughs> I rear-end him? Nope.
0: Yeah, no, no, you, were, you weren't moving.
1: I wasn't moving, but everyone naturally assumes that I rear-ended him sure. because the damage is in the front of my car. Really, right. he backed up into me. Right. We had witnesses, everybody's fine, everyone paid everything, it's no problem. But, what's the first thing he did when he got out of his car? Mm. He said, I'm sorry, did I get you? Yeah. Yeah, you backed up into me.
0: (laughs) That crunching noise was me, yes. Right,
1: that was my car, (laughs) crunching. Um, But yeah, that's our natural reaction. Yeah. And I would caution you against that. Okay. Um... And then not what do you say? Right. It's okay to ask if someone's okay. Yeah. It's okay to ask if they need an ambulance or anything like that. That's perfectly. It's fine. just the
0: "I'm sorry" part that's the problem. Right. Okay. Because don't that technically... talk about
1: how it happened. Okay. No, I'm sorrys. No, I didn't see yous. Um, you know, and the fact is, even witnesses, you could have five witnesses observe an accident. And all five will give you a slightly different version of events because of their perspective. Right. Because we all have a lens. And it could be someone was having a bad day, someone was cut off earlier in the day, and therefore they're blaming the first car when it's really the second car. Right. There's perspective. And so what I generally advise clients is if you're in a car accident... It's okay to get out. It's okay to check things. It's okay to ask if you're okay, if someone's okay, if anyone needs medical attention. It's okay to call for medical attention. As far as the actual events, pause. Take a minute. Mm. Wait till the police get there. Think about what you're saying. Right. Because it could impact...
0: What, What the outcome of the entire thing is.
1: Exactly. And... In your somewhat shocked state, because even if it's not a bad accident, it's still something slightly traumatic that er makes your emotions go kind of crazy. Yeah. And what you may be saying may be interpreted differently than what you mean. And insurance companies, police officers, lawyers, we're all going to look at these statements later. Yeah. So first job is to calm, pause, pause. And then when the right people get there. So, for instance, if the police are called, once they get there, take a minute and then give them your statement. Because they're going to ask for your statement and do it as best you can. Right. Um. But that's your first thing. Second thing, whether it's your fault or somebody else's fault. So, let's just switch it for a little bit. And you've now been rear-ended. Okay. Go get checked out. Yeah. Period. Yeah. (laughs) Um, The fact is, one of the biggest issues that happens um, from a personal injury attorney standpoint is there is a gap in time between the accident and treatment. Mm. And, you know, you didn't go to the hospital. Okay. You don't have to go to the hospital. I don't necessarily mean hospital. Right. But, you know, this happened at... 5 o'clock on Thursday evening, for instance, during rush hour, Mm -hmm. you felt jolted around. You don't go to the hospital that night. Mm -hmm. The next day, call your doctor, call a chiropractor, call someone, go get x-rays, go get something to make sure that your most important structure, your bones, your body, make sure that is okay. Yeah. Because the fact is, the longer you wait, you know, you're going to have some soreness. Okay. Well, what if that gets worse and continues to get worse and you now have gone three weeks and you haven't gone to the doctor since the car accident and you finally go? Yeah. Did Was that caused by the car accident or did you do something else in those three weeks that have gone between? Or did you
0: pick up your kid weird or something like that? Yeah.
1: Exactly. So get checked out. Get the medical attention you need. Right. Okay. Um. Third. And this is just, you know, general advice here. But, you know, if... You're... Try to get as much information at the scene as you can. Sometimes you can't. Sometimes you're taken by squad and you have to leave it up to the police officers. But I have seen a bunch lately where the officers aren't getting all the information.
3: Hmm.
1: Um, for instance, uh, former former client... Um, he was going through a yellow light. Okay, still legal. Somebody ran the red light, hit mm. him, except she was driving mom's car, and mom was uninsured, and she was 16 on a learner's permit. Oh, no, without insurance. Oh, no, and wasn't supposed to be in the car. And then he was taken to the hospital. And because there weren't a lot of witnesses, police officers cited him because he was in the yellow. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Well, now we have a question of liability. Right. And we have to track down one mom because she owns the car. Right. And may have negligently entrusted it to daughter who doesn't have a driver's license. Yeah. Plus, we have to track down daughter and we have to hope there's some insurance money because if they're not insured, then it's going to fall back on your uninsured, underinsured policy. Right. And that's just to fix your car. Let's, that's not talking about injuries yet. Right. So, I mean, we have to look at all of these different points. So, mm. if you're at the scene, you get as much information as you can. We all have these wonderful phones with cameras on them.
2: <laughs>
1: Take a picture of the accident. Yeah. Like how the cars are placed yeah. before you move them.
0: Yeah, use your phone after the accident. Don't cause an accident by using your freaking phone. Excellent yeah.
1: point. No texting and driving.
0: Seriously, right. seriously. Let's just forget for a second that it's that it kills people. It's really annoying. Yeah, you know. I mean, you stopped at a red light and stuck. It's it's terrible. But yeah, and and all by the way, also kills people.
1: Right. Don't so text and drive. Don't text and drive. But after an accident, when things have stopped, take photos yeah. of the accident. Take a picture of the other person's insurance card. Yep. Yeah. You know, or exchange information and you can handwrite it all down. Mm-hmm. That's fine too. Yep. But make sure you get all of the information, including a good phone number, email address if you can, address, all, and proper spelling of their name. <laughs>
0: <laughs> if, an, if the address is 123 Fake Street, uh, yeah. maybe ask for a second form of ID. Right. Yeah.
1: But have something. Yeah. Okay. So now let's just say you have been injured and it's not your fault. Okay. What do you do?
0: Sue. <laughs> <Not> Immediately. <yet>. <laughs> <laughs>
1: okay. So here's the thing about personal injury suits Um, there are great personal injury attorneys out there. There are. In Columbus, we have some excellent attorneys. Um, Actually, throughout the state of Ohio, we have excellent attorneys. But they can't just file a lawsuit until you're done treating. So, it's worth waiting a minute. Take a breath. It's okay to call one. By all means, call one, get the full advice. But you've been in a car accident. You've received some sort of medical treatment general recommendations you're going to hear from some of these attorneys will be keep a journal so after a car accident go home write everything down
0: Mm -hmm. um like your your version of the events. your version of the events
1: and things may come to you over the course of the next 24 to 48 hours that you didn't put in your statement okay with the police because that happened 20 minutes after the accident
0: right and you're not thinking clear at right at that point
1: so think through that because at some point the insurance companies are going to interview you and right. ask what happened and they're okay. going to record that statement this way you have some time to kind of make sure you have it all laid out and you know what you're going through yeah okay so keep a journal the other thing, if you've been injured, and especially when we're dealing with soft tissue injuries, so um, if you break a bone, you can see that on an x-ray. Mm-hmm. If you have a giant laceration on your head and you have to have 15 stitches, people can see that. We yeah. can see there's a scar. We can, A jury could see that. Right. Muscle p- strain and sprain.
0: Probably you the most common see. stuff you're going to get into in, 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 in an accident, too.
1: Absolutely. That's your whiplash injuries. Yeah. And they hurt. And they require treatment. And you don't understand why it's not getting better. hmm And nobody else can see it. Yeah. Because it's not bruised. Right. Necessarily. It could be. But it generally does yeah. not present with purple bruising. It doesn't show up on an x-ray. It's right. not there. So what do you need to do? You need to kind of keep a log of how this feels. Right. What can and can't you do? You cannot lift a gallon of milk or your one-year-old child. Right. Because it causes extreme pain. Right. And then we can mark your progress. It tells you what you're doing. Okay. It tells you what you're, you have to work with. It's basically gathering
2: evidence. Gotcha.
1: Because now you have two choices. You can work with the insurance company on your own and see if they will give you what you need, or you can hire an attorney. But in any vehicle accident, there's generally two claims there's one for your actual um, damages to your vehicle. Okay. So repairing the vehicle, they give you the rental car, they repair it or give you value if they total the vehicle, whatever. That's the easy one. Mm -hmm. The harder one is the injury claim. Okay. It pays your medical bills. It pays for time off work, potentially. Right. Um, Pain and suffering, which you can't put an exact dollar on. It's not like your pain with your sprain-strained cervical spine um, is worth more or less than this person who has a concussion. Right. Who's to say? Right um, and that's very subjective and difficult, so that's yeah. why a journal kind of helps one it makes sure you're keeping track two, it's marking your progress, so you know for purposes of getting better, which mm-hmm. is what we want you to do, you're watching how you're doing and seeing which things aggravate it, which things don't, so you can know what to avoid or what to do, right um. And we're making progress. So that that's how we use that. And that second claim is where you get your damages for time off work, pain and suffering, the actual medical bills, um, and everything else that kind of goes with that. Um, now, here's the thing about actual medical bills. Hopefully, you have health insurance. <laughs> and generally, you know, you go to the doctor, you give them your health insurance card. Yeah. Or the hospital, and then they will always ask, is this an injury caused by some sort of accident, workplace or otherwise?
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And what they're wanting to know is, who can we subrogate from? Mm-hmm. Which basically means if your health insurance, let's just say you have United Healthcare, big one, nationwide uh, insurer there, um, and United Healthcare pays $10,000 for your medical bills. Okay. Okay, they're entitled to be reimbursed from the driver who injured you's car insurance. Okay. Okay, so that's called subrogation. Okay. Okay, so if you've been treating and your health insurance has been paying for it, okay, then they get reimbursed. Okay. And there's some negotiation that can happen with that, but that's how it generally works. Okay. So we go through this whole process um, and in the first few weeks, especially, that's when we're healing. That's when we're trying to figure things out. That's when we're talking to the insurance company. If it's a bad accident, talk to an attorney. If it's a little accident, you may want to talk to an attorney. You may want to try to handle it yourself. It's really up to you. Okay. Most personal injury attorneys take a third. <clears throat> it is a one-third, um... Cut plus expenses. Now, what expenses would be in a personal injury case? Besides the filing fee, it would also be um, experts. And in a personal injury case, you need an expert. An expert will testify as to your injury
0: Oh, that's what... Okay, I'm sorry. Our neighbors are playing piano. <laughs> it's
1: that, a little distracting. Threw, threw
0: me off a little bit. For I thought it was coming from the room. I was like, I'm hearing that, right? Okay, I'm sorry. Go ahead.
1: No problem. I was a little thrown off too. You. So, <laughs> so, your personal injury attorneys, 33%, 33 and a third, is technically what they normally get. It's one third of whatever the settlement is. Okay. So, I like to always look at it at like a math problem.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: If you have little injuries, is it going to be worth an attorney's time yeah. to get the settlement? And is it going to give you enough money to make it worthwhile? Right. So if you really don't have any injuries, eh, probably not a time for an attorney. Right. Um, or the other issue that we always have to consider is what is the insurance coverage? What if you have terrible injuries? Yeah. Absolutely terrible injuries. But your underinsured motorist coverage is twenty five thousand dollars mm. and the other person was uninsured.
0: Oof. That's bad news.
1: That's bad news. Yeah. There's no insurance money yeah. to really get to pay for six months in a rehab facility. Sure. So we always, as an attorney, we have to look at the coverages because if we can't get you anything, yeah. we might be able to get you policy limits on your underinsured or whatever, and it's $25,000. Yeah. Or, you know, in Ohio, our state minimum is $25,000. $25,000 doesn't get you very far today. No. That, but,
0: in most cases, that won't even get you a car. Right.
1: It's twelve yeah. five twenty five is our hmm. required limits. That's nothing. Yeah. So, you know, if you have big injuries... You should talk to an attorney. Yeah. If there's no insurance coverage, that might be hard. Yeah. Um, you can normally find a good attorney who's willing to help you anyways. Yeah. yeah. But that's important. And then the other thing they will take out of the settlement, so let's just say settlement or trial award is $100,000, dollars 33000 ish dollars goes to the attorney for fees. Mm-hmm. On top of that, they get the um, costs. So costs would include filing fees, expert fees, because you're going to have to have an independent medical opinion of your injuries that say, yes, this injury was caused by the accident. Right. Nothing else makes sense. Um, and then sometimes if liability is disputed, so who caused the accident, sometimes you have accident recreation experts or any number of experts that say it's that guy's fault and they can point the finger, and they have science behind them. Hmm. Well, those people all cost money. Right. And normally the lawyers will front that, but they get reimbursed for that first, and then we split it one-third, two-thirds from there. And out of your two-thirds, then that's where the subrogation money comes out of. So Mm -hmm. whatever your health insurance paid, they get a little refund from. Yeah. So, you know, a good attorney will say, Yes, I will take the case, but we need to make sure we get it to this point Mm -hmm. to make sure that it's worthwhile, not only for their time, but for yours. Right. Because if you don't have any damages, what is there for them to work for?
3: Mm
1: -hmm. Um, So that's what you're looking at. Um, The other very important thing um, is for personal injury cases in Ohio. The statute of limitations is two years. Okay. So that means you have two years from the date of the accident to file a complaint or a legal action to sue the at fault driver. Okay. Okay. And a lot of people are uncomfortable with this idea of suing. Mm-hmm. And yes, you have to name the at fault driver, but you got to remember we're looking for insurance money. Sure. And sometimes that's what it takes to make sure that you get paid for your damages. Right. If you've been damaged. Okay. Um so you have 2 years. So that's why you don't need to call an attorney
2: the
0: next n- day. The next day. Right.
1: Now, again, if you have some pretty serious injuries, probably a good idea to at least talk to one. Um yeah. because they'll tell you something specific about the injury. They will get you to good practitioners, so good chiropractors, good um physical therapists, people who they know are good because Mm -hmm. they've worked with them before. Right. And especially if you are uh, without health insurance or there's some question as to coverage or you might need someone who's willing to wait a little while to get paid
3: Mm -hmm.
1: because if they're having to pay, get paid from, you know, med pay on your policy or the other driver's policy, sometimes that takes some time and it can use some finagling personal injury attorneys know those doctors, and they know the good ones, and they also generally know the not-so-good ones. Gotcha. So that's why they're important to reach out to. But if it's not a bad accident, you don't have to do that right away. My other cautionary tale would be don't be forced into signing something. Um, A lot of insurance I companies— I feel like
0: that's good life advice, though. It is! If someone's forcing you into signing something, you probably don't want to be signing it.
1: Absolutely. It is um I get a lot of phone calls from people who are like, I was in this car accident and the insurance company wants me to sign this form. And this form waives all rights to everything. Mm. And of course the
0: insurance company wants you to sign that form.
1: Right. Of course. It's saying I don't have any liability or any coverage or I'm not accepting anything. Or they're gonna make you an offer of twenty five hundred dollars and you sign this form and everything's good, and you've now waived all of your rights. Oof. And if it's done real s- quickly, you yeah. don't necessarily know what your damages yeah. are yet. Yeah,
0: you could be screwed before you even realize that you're screwed.
1: Exactly. Um, for instance, uh, one of my first personal injury cases, a 15 uh, year old cheerleader was the passenger in a vehicle her mom was driving, and they were rear ended. Hmm. 15-year-old girl hurt her lower back. Gotcha. It took almost two years for everyone to figure out that she had herniated a disc in her lower back, and that required surgery. Oh, wow. Now, the insurance company wanted to say that this girl was doing backflips, and she injured her lower back doing backflips. Then they had a medical expert, a doctor, who wanted Mm. to testify that this 15-year-old girl had degenerative disc disease that caused the herniated disc, but only in that one disc in her back.
2: <laughs>
1: we went to trial. Yeah. We got her $68,000. Wow. Which in Jackson County is a big deal.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, but that's what we were fighting over. But we didn't know for a very long time that it was a herniated disc.
2: Right, right.
1: Because a disc, it looks like a marshmallow. Yeah. And it slowly compresses as we age. 15-year-old girl, there's not a lot of compression. Right. But when it herniates, it's basically like a blowout from one side. Yeah. And the fluids inside the disc will slowly leak out, which hmm. will then cause pressure on your nerves. Gotcha. Which then shoots down your leg. Oof. And it causes a lot of pain. Well, and then there's ways to fix it surgically. Yeah. But that doesn't happen instantaneously. Right. You know, it happens over time and you'll know you hurt your back. But, you know, all of that happens and it takes a while to diagnose. Yeah. Because they're going to try all of the other treatments first. They're going to try physical therapy. They're going to try chiropractic care. They're going to try all of these things before they go, okay, We really have to look at this. Oh, it's a herniated disc. We need to do surgery. Yeah. That's a big deal. Yeah. But that's the benefit of an attorney because they will fight. Yeah. Because they will know something is wrong and let's get you to the right people. Gotcha. Because we want you better. Right. And even the guys who we kind of make fun of, who are on the commercials, who you don't get paid unless we get paid. Yeah. At their heart... They got into this to make things better. Right. They run some successful businesses, and you might not get a lot of personal attention, but they also they want to make sure you get money to compensate you for right. the injury and to make sure you got the treatment. Right. You and
0: having an accident isn't a payday. I mean, it's. Yeah. It, I. I mean, theoretically, if you have an accident that it requires you to, you know, need. You know, medical care. I mean, that's where your money needs to be focused. Absolutely.
1: But, for instance, this young girl, at 15 years old, it affected her cheerleading. It prevented her from doing general exercises and normal activities of a high school student. Yeah. Which caused her to gain weight. Hmm. And where her disc was herniated, where the surgery was, she now has a scar right in line at the very lowest part of her back. Yeah. So every time that scar is shown, you know, high school kids, they're saying, ah, your butt crack.
0: Yeah, perfect. Well,
1: right. So for a 15-year-old girl, yeah, that means something.
0: Yeah, that's hard.
1: And that has an emotional toll. Yeah. And it's all because somebody was speeding along, not paying attention. That guy was actually on um, drugs he shouldn't have been on.
0: Oh, well, that's a.
1: <laughs> and when the trial happened, he was actually in jail for something else. Oh, wow. Um, But he had insurance. Yeah. That could pay for her medical bills. And it compensated her for a lot of the things that she had to miss out on because she was hurt. Yeah. And that's important because yeah. one of the biggest losses are our memories. Yeah. If you can't pick up your child. Yeah. Because it hurts too much.
0: Yeah. If you're that girl and you can't go to senior prom because you know that's because that sucks. you
1: have to have surgery instead, right? Because and, you were in a car accident. And kids
0: are so nice about it too, you know. And I mean, exactly. Yeah, that the, sucks.
1: There is damages there, yeah, that are far beyond the total value of the medical bills, yeah. And it just you know, if we cause damage, that's why we have insurance, right. Because we don't want to negatively impact someone's life. Right. And that's what what personal injury attorneys do is they work to make you whole again. It's not to give you a payday. Right. But it's to compensate you for what you have lost. Right. And to make you, in theory, whole. Right. It's never going to happen. You only get to go through those special years with your young children Mm -hmm. at one time. You don't get those back. Yep. So if your injury affects that, there's compensation, but you're not ever going to be whole. Right. But we can do our best to get you there.
0: At least cover you financially so that you you can you have time to heal and get to a point where you can do something else.
1: Exactly. So that's some of the th- tips you should know about when you are in a car accident and why you should be okay with calling an attorney. And they should review your case for little to no charge.
0: In fact, what I would recommend is download this podcast to your phone. And then if you have an accident, listen to this entire <laughs> podcast over again so you know exactly what you should be doing.
3: So
0: if you've just if listened you- to this because you've been in, a, in an accident, I'm sorry you've been in an accident. Yeah. So
1: It's no fun being in an accident. No. Whether it's your fault or someone else's. And you've
0: had a fair share of yourself. I've had a fair share of... I've had
1: one in years, but yeah, when I was younger. Yeah,
0: it's been a while since I've had one, but yeah, it's <laughs> they suck. It's <laughs> no fun. Yeah. Um,
1: and so these are all just important things to know about and to know how to work with. And when in doubt, call and ask a professional who deals with this every day. Yep. Because they will be able to give you some advice.
0: Yep, that's the idea. All right. Well, our uh, our our lawyer joke of the week this week is is a little. Uh, apropos, I <laughs> find it. Okay. Uh, why is it that many lawyers have broken noses?
1: Uh oh, why?
0: From chasing parked ambulances.
1: <laughs>
0: so it's somewhat topical, I guess. It's kind very of a tough. dumb joke, anyway. But <laughs> anyway, thank you very much for joining us today on the Fine Print with attorney Jen Rout, and we will see you next week. This program is meant to be informative in nature, and does not constitute actual legal advice or form an attorney-client relationship in any way. Views and opinions stated in this program are solely the views and opinions of the speaker. Each situation is different. Always consult an attorney in your state to analyze your specific legal needs. This program may change your views of attorneys in general, as they are not what they seem on TV. I mean, seriously, could the main character in Suits actually exist in real life? Boxland Media, think
3: big!